Welcome to episode two of Generational Talents. I am your host, Nick, as always, joined by the eternal teacher, Matt. Hey, how's it going? And the best, the best of us, Alex. That is true. <laughs> Hello, friends. Yeah, so before we start, let's, of course, take a moment of silence for the tragedy that befell our nation this morning, as we all know, the nation's in mourning. Uh, Wendy's stock falling due to their, <laughs> due to their uh, uh, breakfast debacle. Please, oh please, God. please. We, 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 need to, we need to respect that. Uh, oh, I was, I was, I was hit this morning with a number of mentions of Wendy's down. But they will recover. <laughs> yeah, they spent too much on that boat. That, that boat was incredible. <laughs> Yeah, that was an incredible boat. But anyways, I mean, houseboats in Seattle aren't cheap. So I yeah, I I don't know. That was I I consulted with them. That's what we felt. That's what the numbers said to do. <laughs> oh that's, that's, that's what the analytics said. Jeez. So uh, uh, nice. We went with that. Anyways, so anyways. Uh, first off, we'll start off with a follow up to last week's take me to school. Uh, as we all know, just a quick little reminder. I talked about the office. Matt talked about Punky Brewster, and then <laughs> Alex right. with some excellent music recommendations. So, does anyone have any follow up on anything from last week's topics? What are you going with, Matt? I know you had some uh, comments here. Yeah, I, I did my homework. I listened to uh, John Bellion, and I think for what I was told he could do, he delivered. He's pretty amazing. Like, not usually the style of music that I listen to, but I had it on. I would say four to five mornings at work. Oh, wow. I was, yeah, as I was like working, grading papers, doing all those kinds of things. And I was like, he's, he's pretty solid. Some of he's the- He's usually an artist that people have to grow into. So that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I listened to the, the latest album. I think you, you all were telling me it's called GSP because then yes. I don't have to memorize the name. Um, Glory Sound Prep that one that one mm -hmm. yeah no a couple of really good songs on there the one with quincy jones um <gasps> i think so it's called uh, ma's joint i think oh that does right? that not that's what i was talking about does that not just wreck you yeah yeah absolutely that that was a good one it's uh probably better to not listen to that right before the students <laughs> come in so i should note to self i'll listen to that one in the <laughs> afternoon but yeah go. impressive yeah totally impressive that's great excellent um i actually found a picture of me watching Punky Brewster. I forgot to mention yes. this when we were all chatting beforehand. Um, yes. My Grammy found it and I, it's really old. I'll need to send it to you guys. Excellent. excellent. So <laughs> that's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. So at least for me, I was, did not get into any Punky Brewster, but I will soon. I know, I know. But okay, I do extra homework to, for you this week. Extra, extra homework. homework. I mean, that's that's yep. just what I needed. I want to know how far into the office you are. Yes. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Did you not watch any? No, I think I watched, I most, I got into the episode where they, uh, they're doing a, a commercial for Dunder Mifflin. <gasps> oh, Dunder Mifflin. And I just, yeah. it's, it's yeah. the beginning of the episode. Okay. Um, I, I know our, one of our favorite Canadians, uh, Brendan, uh, Mr. BK wanted me to do an office update, but, uh, Gonna, gonna, yeah, because gonna... today was a momentous mm. day, and uh, we can't talk about it because it'll spoil it. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm, it looks like I'm canceled, guys. Way to go. Yeah. You have to stay Wait, after class you, now. Do you, like, know anything about, like... No, please. You know nothing. <laughs> do you know anything about anything? I like no, how you I let know that nothing. I know. You really, like, dot, don't dot, know dot. any spoilers of The Office. You've literally I, avoided I've it your whole life. I've well, see, I, I, I know some of the big aspects. Like, yes, I know eventually Michael Lee's in the later seasons. 
and he eventually comes back and like, I know somehow some relationship end up but like the more minute details you know how certain relationships end up I know well like one of the bigger ones Which but like is? Not Jim and Pam okay great so can we talk about this Sure. Today is their 10-year anniversary. Oh, that's right. I did end up seeing yeah. that. Okay, on. I almost tagged you in it, but then I was like, what if he doesn't know? No, what? I would have been more surprised. Yeah, no, I, I knew that. And it looks great, and I can't wait to get to that. But I, I don't know, like, the inner, like, the details. I just know, like, those Okay, yep, that's all we have to talk about. I just yep. needed to discuss that's that. Enough. You're good. That's yep, enough. yep, okay. yep. And, but yeah. I did listen to more John Bellion, because I've already was listening to him. So Fantastic. Oh, extra credit, uh, extra credit. I've been listening to Glory Sound Prep so much. Just those favorite be- song off of the album? It's a tie between Conversations with My Wife oh, yeah. and mm. Stupid Deep. Oh, yeah. So Blue is also up there. Blue is another good one as well. But it's just oh. an incredible album. Such okay. Album. Through and through, basically. All right. So that's just a good little recap of, as you can see, Matt, yes. being a nerd, did his homework. That, the, the other, absolutely i was a nerd as a kid us, i stayed a nerd so bring it and and the cool kids uh somewhat did it so we'll we'll, we'll come back to that next week oh. this week <laughs> um shots fired the look she just gave you i just gave so. you the most supreme preschool teacher look yeah that was a good one well sorry then. sorry audio listeners only but uh nick did <laughs> stop nick in his tracks so Anyways, <laughs> so disrespectful. Anyways, uh, <laughs> on to this week's Take Me to School. And for me, I come with a, a wide range of topics, different little things that I, that I kind of want to discuss and, you know, just sort of get some opinions on and hear thoughts. And the first one is uh, the movie of the year to some and to others, just the most annoying thing ever. And just for warning, there will be no spoilers in this episode, but for future episodes, probably. Uh, that's Joker. Uh, Joaquin, the, uh, Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, fabulous. Yes, he is fantastic. Uh, and at least for me, what I want to talk about, the, at least my, as I'll just give a non-spoiler review. I thought it was just a fine movie. Uh, I thought. I think you're the, the only first, person I've heard say that. Uh, I felt like the first. Hopefully, this isn't a spoiler, but I feel like the first two acts really dragged. I feel like once he becomes. Like, yeah, but, but, but I don't want to hear anything. I know okay. what happens, but. Okay, so oh. the third act is really good. I'll say that. It's the okay. best part of the movie, and I feel like if the movie had just been all, if the third act was the entire movie, that would have been perfect for me. But if it's the whole movie and it's the third act, is it really the third act? Well, you get what I'm trying to say, Miss. Yeah, I do. I know. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. <laughs> um, but at, at least for me, I think what kind of uh, hurts my enjoyment of the movie a little bit, and I know it's just me, is the a lot of the talk around it. Uh, yeah. The the pretentiousness of it a little bit is a little bit too much. Well, what do you mean by pretentiousness? Do you is it like the, the gatekeepers of like yeah, this comic? Like the, like the gatekeepers of it. The the idea like oh like this isn't a comic book movie. This is a movie, and it's like it's above mm-hmm. like the. Marvel but do they realize movie. this is based on a comic, right? Like, yeah, and it's like it's silly things like that, and also which you know, is like, a comic based on an old movie, like exactly. So it's like it's that kind of stuff that gets me. And also the this I this concept of like um that the movie is has is telling some deep like disturbing thing about society that no other movie dares to tell like no there are be- so movies dumb. who have who have t- who have t- talked about society in a much better way and it's like look if you love this movie that's great enjoy it i'm i'm glad it was everything you wanted but those that kind of talk around it kind of kind of brought it down for me a little bit 
but overall, I think it's an enjoyable movie. I yeah, and is, is this kind yeah. of movie really meant as social commentary? I mean, it's can people not just enjoy the movie because of the story it tells or how it's told or the cinematic of experience? Not. Of course not. It's, I mean, is that kind of what I'm hearing, that people are maybe overthinking it and putting a lot on this movie that doesn't need to be placed on it? Yeah, I, that's sort of what I agree with it. There's like, oh, it's this deep dive into how society breaks a man and no other movie knows how to tell it. And it's, it's, it's that kind of like right. trying to... I, and I think a lot of that is perpetuated by the media surrounding it. Like, they're not yeah. recognizing, y'all, yeah. you know, this is based on a comic and Joker is has always been like this which he's just been more crazy in the other movies so right yeah so it, i it think was, it more says to what joaquin phoenix did yeah and he in his fan, fan performance was i think it was really great and hope and i'll probably come back to this later on alex once you watch this so we can talk more about it yes uh, but the last thing i want to mention is on the joker least part of us is was a comment made by joker director todd phillips on this site uh he previously directed uh, the hangover movies Yes, I'm uh, so, a fan of the Hangover movies, as dumb uh, as they are. Yeah, um, and he made a comment a few weeks ago, this idea of, of how he had to go and make the Joker because comedy is too PC now. Oh, and, that's right. And you can't do comedy anymore because it's all PC and, and things of that nature. I'm sorry, but that's stupid. Yeah. That is a really dumb comment to make, and I kind of wondered when I saw it because I'm not in the like we discussed last week i'm just i'm not in the the comic book movie world to yeah. to the level that that you guys enjoy it so i kind of read this as was he drumming up publicity maybe by saying something like that i'd say potentially but it has been a growing sentiment with a lot of comedians recently uh specifically huh. like uh, dave Chappelle. he made a joke about this in his recent special this idea of like oh how the pc culture is destroying comedians careers and you know, yeah. he made some really poor yeah. examples. And, and that's like, a, I watched that poor part. I couldn't get through that whole special. I'm not going to lie. Because the thing is, in certain aspects, I don't think it's bad that we've gotten more PC. Like, hi, yeah. I, I'm so glad that it's less acceptable to be, to be sexist and racist and misogynistic. And also, like, uh, yeah. change gen, like gender stereotypes. Like, yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's, it's not I'm a bad I'm sorry thing. that you can't make cheap shots anymore about your wives. Right. Like, fucking, I like Jim Gaffigan, but man, that's something that drives me crazy about him. Oh, cool. Your wife had a bunch of kids. You're so tired, and now you're leaving to go on tour, but you're just going to shit on your wife the whole time. Cheap, cheap comedy. The End easy, of story. Come yeah, for me now. Well, the easy joke is, is something that I think people are – get explained away by saying oh well, i can't be pc any you know i can't say this joke because i have to be politically correct and cancel well, maybe, culture and that kind of stuff maybe you just have to be more intelligent with your humor mm -hmm. yeah and that's sort of the argument i've been hearing um and you know they say the idea of like oh we can't do comedy anymore because it's more pc and cancel culture and all that stuff now it's like the argument i always make is like and as alex said like no it's just like i feel like a lot of these comedians now uh, they feel entitled that we have to laugh at all their jokes and anything that we don't laugh at or we don't find funny they automatically assume oh it's because it's pc or it's things like that right it's like no yeah it's, like, it's a, a cop-out from maybe having to think about their their act yeah or look, or their ability do you and i'm i'm fine with a few like cheap shot jokes fine yeah. we all make them i get it 
Ali Wong is a perfect example, though. Oh, she makes those comments. Uh, she's so funny, but she also puts it on herself. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I was trying to get a man to hunt down, and now he hunted down me, and I'm the one working. What the fuck? I just want to <laughs> lie down and eat snacks all day. And she makes jokes about herself. Like, <laughs> Self-deprecating humor yes. is some of the best stuff, where you're, you're making yourself the victim. Yes. And people sure. can relate to that. Exactly. Roast your significant other, but also self-deprecate a little bit to kind of... Yeah. Yeah. Don't yep. just hate on them the whole time. Absolutely. So was I say as I roast my husband on Twitter constantly. No, he, he deserves It's it. all right. Yeah, he deserves Oh, it. a thousand percent. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's sort of just... So one, one of the things I wanted just to, to, to quickly mention, uh, the other thing I just wanted to quickly mention um, is the Hong Kong situation and China and the NBA. And yeah. as of that last night, Blizzard. That's tough. So just for just any of our listeners who, uh, who don't happen to know what's going on. So for a few years now, ever since uh, the English left Hong, the British left Hong Kong, uh, there was some sort of uh, agreement between the Hong Kong and China that over the years, eventually, Hong Kong would be uh, hopefully independent. As of right now, China recognized Hong Kong, and it was sort of like an interesting, sort of awkward situation. Uh, a few months ago, China tried to pass an extradition law that would allow any criminals to be that were caught in Hong Kong to be extradited to mainland China, which led to a number of, of current protests that have been growing. Um, you know, Hong Kong calling for its independence. And a few days ago, uh, Rockets, Houston Rockets, one of the executives, Daryl Morey, I think he tweeted something out in support of Hong Kong. Right, and the he other citizens. It, he made it very clear that it were his, his thoughts, not any of the organization or anything like that. China yep. responds by blacking out the Houston Rockets and very extreme things. And then we have the very interesting response of the NBA where with the, I think it was one of the Brooklyn Nets co-owners that was- Co-owners, yep. That was, uh, you know, took some shots at Maury saying that they offended the Chinese culture. And then the NBA came out with a very interesting, tiptoey, really a bunch of nothing statement. And now it's in this, sort of this weird little, uh, sort of like little weird intermediate between them. And the second scenario that happened was a, a Blizzard player uh, or an online video game player. I'm not exactly sure of the, the game at the moment. He had just recently won a competition. And then in his, I think in his exiting interview, he mentioned something about the liberation of Hong Kong, calling for the freedom and independence. Uh, Blizzard responded by taking all of his winnings and suspending the player for one year of, uh, from one year from participating in tournament play. Wow. Is that, now is Blizzard, is that like eSports? Like yeah. The, it's like a, online gaming yes. with sponsorships? We actually have a friend like that, that works for Blizzard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Shout out Matt Yan. He's awesome. Okay. Um, so those are the, those are the two situations. And I was wow. just wondering if you guys had any thoughts on you know the response from these companies which and in my mind it's 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 kind of shitty and kind of hypocritical from the nba given how they're on, very outspoken on uh, like domestic issues um yeah so they've they've been a lot better at being one of the professional leagues and when i say better it's just in comparison to some of yeah, the others right. I mean, you know nfl being easily the worst in terms of letting their allow I mean, but it's this a bad look. I think it's a bad look. It's, but here's the thing. I, I can say this as a, a, a marketing business major. In the end, it comes down to their money. And that's yeah, what they're going to the focus money. on and make sure they don't lose a demographic. Yeah. And that yep. sucks. But they will always choose, most of the time, always choose money over losing ground in another country. And honestly, like what's happening in Hong Kong is 
terrifying. Like reading the reports every day and seeing everything on, I, I look at Reddit because it's being banned in, in, in China and also talked about, mm. um, I can never pronounce it, T, Tiananmen Square. Yeah, uh, Tiananmen Square. The, the ma- yeah. yeah, thank you, the massive massacre. And like, mm. that's what's happening yeah. right now. People are being shot. Police are dressing up as normal citizens and injuring and killing others. And for these big corporations that could make a huge difference to retract and be like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Excuse me, so, so sorry. It's really sad for me to see, but to be perfectly honest, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, no. And it's, I think it's just disappointing that in, in geopolitics like this, that a giant capitalist organization has an opportunity to, yeah. to do something and they're choosing money um, yeah. instead, of, instead of being a little more humane or being incredibly more humane. So if the yeah. NBA as an organization doesn't wanna do anything, that's their right, but then let, let the other people who do wanna voice opinions do it. Yeah. And, if, yeah. and if people, you know, I can't imagine, I don't know the facts, I don't know the figures in terms of how much money is being made by playing in China. And I know they're playing some games in Tokyo, so I know they're just trying to be overly cautious about their bottom line. But you you can't realistically think you're going to like fold as an organization of the NBA if you just, if you lose an audience. Yeah. I know there's bi- billions and billions of dollars um, and the Chinese market is very important to the NBA, but I think people... Uh, are more important. Yep. That's my take. Strong agree. And I'm going to end this take with, did you ever think that you would rather be Roger Goodell than Adam Silver? No. (laughs) No, I do not. Uh, Yeah, I I remember I I made a comment about the like, imagine if the NFL had to deal with this Chinese Oh, Oh, God, let's not even get into that. Good Lord on high. We'd probably see lives yeah it's, it's not good so, all right just to wrap up my segment the things i would recommend both if you guys are able to post alex and matt and the listeners um for to go back to the concept of comedy and council culture there was an excellent youtube video by the youtube channel uh some more news they did an excellent 30 okay. minute video on the concept cool. of comedy and council culture it's a bit of a long yeah. lesson but it's very informative as for the whole china situation i do highly recommend everyone read up on what's going on in China. It's not just obviously the Hong Kong situation. There are also issues with Taiwan. Stay informed. Stay informed, read. Yes, read about the their artificial islands that they're building and also yes, about their, their internment of Chinese Muslims. Yeah. Yep. So read all about that, stay informed. Yes. Absolutely. And speaking well, of reading. Speaking, yeah, speaking, yeah, speaking of, of well, reading. The transition, here we go, this should be good. Speaking of information, so a few weeks ago, we, I, I don't remember, I think it was on Facebook that a bunch of people were talking about how they don't wash their face, which oh, yeah, I, saw I wanted to puke when I saw that. I think oh, Nick, I, I saw it on Facebook or I saw it on Reddit and then I came on Twitter that same day and was like, oh my God, Nick is tweeting about this. It was there and, too. And yeah. it was a whole thread about people moisturizing, not moisturizing, whatever, uh, Chan, I am... I know you're listening. I'm so proud of you for using moisturizer. I'm so proud of you. Yep, that's an applause break for Mike We're gonna talk about skincare. 
just because you're a dude does not mean you should not take care of your skin. Y'all, this is the largest organ of your body. I know some of you don't take care of your other organs. Rip your liver. I get it. Like, Evan's got freaking cholesterol. We're working on it. But take care of your skin. It's not expensive. You don't have to be a beauty guru on YouTube to take care of your skin. I have products for you, my friends. One, CeraVe will be your best friend. It's a giant tub. It's a huge tub of moisturizer. It doesn't look girly. It's blue and white. You can get it at the grocery store. It's like $10.99. It'll last you for like six months to a year. Take a little bit in your hands and put it on your face. Upward motions. Your face skin is the only skin you get. Upper motions, you don't want wrinkles. Nick, no, I was just, I was going to ask. You. I really need Hey, I moisturize. I clean my face. When when I grow my beard, I have specific face wash beard for my oil, beard yay. and face and beard oil. has that too. Yes. Yeah, before you moisturize, please wash your face with yeah. soap. Not, I Not prefer soap. if you didn't use like Dove soap. <laughs> no, exfoliate, like, man. What, uh, only once a week though. Do not exfoliate every every day. That'll like make your pores too big and dry out your skin. Use a nice, soft, natural right. moisturizer. Soap and Glory makes a good one, as does Neutrogena. Just a normal, you know, try not to get anything with too much salicylic acid. Dries out your face a little bit. It's a big word, Matt. I know it's okay. <laughs> Just wash your face once a day. Twice a day if you wear makeup, twice a day if you really feel like it, but please at least once a day. I do it twice a day, but to each their own. You After you wash face. your face, moisturize. You can even use serum. I'm going to introduce you to a line I love a lot. Yes, you have to buy it from Sephora, but you can buy it online, my friends. I know we have a majority of male listeners, but you don't have to walk into Sephora to buy this. It's okay. You can even pretend you're ordering it for your girlfriend, wife, significant other, whatever. It's called The Ordinary. It's super cheap. It's little serum bottles. They're like $9. They last you forever. Rose hip oil is the bomb. Don't use it out if you have like a giant breakout that's like angry at your face, but use it every day. Literally a drop from the dropper. Your skin will love you. Also, plant-based derived squalene oil. Great. Wait, can you repeat that? I am actually literally taking notes for oh, listeners. It's a hundred percent squalene or plant-based. Yeah, it's squalene. Okay. It's called squalene. It's I think All it's right. like plant-derived or plant-based squalene okay. from the ordinary. It's okay. very good for your skin, and then also vitamin C suspensions. They're like it's in like a little. It it tingles a little bit, but it's good for brightening your face. And making those wrinkles go away. I mean, there's nothing literally, wrong with a tingle. No. Um, literally, there's nothing wrong with taking care of your face. No, take care of your face. Love yourself. Take care uh, of your foot face. Of your Shout foot out to face. for moisturizing. Yeah. Please moisturize. Clean yourself. Please moisturize. Please wash your face. It's so gross if you don't wash your face. Ben. It's so gross. No, I think that's really key. I mean, I, I was on. You know, we were on um, some various threads in the last few weeks, and and Griff, shout out to C Mike's spin move um, for bringing up the scrub your legs culture. Oh my god! That I I just that stunned me. So, you know, just take care of yourself, people. What part of scrub, it? 
well, your that calves. people weren't washing their legs. Like oh. literally, it was an entire thread of people not like scrubbing, washing with soap. Other, yeah, that is gross. Like yeah, just like, assuming wash. that when you're standing in the shower, that the water running off of you is cleaning you. No, that's and gross. I gave the analogy to to some people on there, like that's no different than driving your car in the rain and assuming that you just washed your car. It, exactly. You exactly. have to. You have to wash. You have to scrub. You have to dry. Also, you have please to, you know, use shampoo. <laughs> please wear deodorant i'm just like covering my bases y'all just don't yeah. be nasty i'm serious because like i have called out people for smelling bad and asked them to move away from me because genuinely it makes me feel nasty yeah oh my god if you smell That's... really bad and you're reeking move yeah don't no. do that that they that make travel size deodorant they make use. cologne or perfume you can bring with you yep. i mean they have they have, oh, please don't wear Axe though. Oh God, I don't oh, want to be stuck like in a middle school so bad. I'm so sorry, Matt. That's, I was just going to make the connection. Oh, of hello, hello hallways at school. Oh with, my God, I remember that. In, yeah, it's usually in the spring when yep. they discover that they would like to smell differently than they currently do. Yes, and oh so God. the Axe body spray comes out in, in force. April showers bring Axe body spray flowers that was bad that was bad don't yeah you can edit you can edit that and post no um, yeah. no but yeah skin nick, you, uh... care yeah yep. nick you want to add anything onto that before we uh, just use shampoo i'm not a big fan of all these like four in one five in one no shampoo, no condition no. body wash face wash shampoo no. motor no. oil no no Shampoo oh, motor no, oil. No, 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 it's disgusting. Yeah. Like that's no, no, I feel like that does no. nothing for you. Okay, you know what is a good shampoo? men's brand though that is a good two in one shampoo conditioner is Jack Black. Mm, okay. They have uh, really good holiday ask. sets at they have really good holiday sets at Nordstrom. I actually got Evan a monogram uh, travel bag about two years ago with like a full set of like deodorant. It's oh. called beard lube, beard oil, sure, um, sure. shampoo and conditioner, shower gel, <laughs> and like other things. And I think it was like 60 bucks because I got it monogrammed, but it's lasted him a while and it's really nice. That is the only two-in-one I would recommend. And it smells okay. so good. It is, nice. it is so good. All right. Okay. So, speaking of smelling good and probably somebody who didn't probably smell that good given the time period. Oh my Matt. God. Yes. Thank you for that transition because I was thinking that was about so that good. too. That was very, very good. And so smooth. So I'm going to enlighten readers, uh, listeners, and hopeful readers on, on something that was commemorated in history this week. October 7th of 1849 was the death of one Edgar Allan Poe. And RIP to EAP. <laughs> um, and oh my God. You're welcome. And he, so for listeners, if you're listening on a if you're listening Wednesday or later, this was two days ago, but we're recording on Tuesday night. So it was yesterday, 1849. So 170 you know, years ago, roughly. And so I'm going to just introduce you to a couple of theories because Edgar Allan Poe, the father of the modern American detective story, um, literally the first person to write kind of the whodunit where a character has to figure out what happened and and deduce for themselves along with uh with the readers what what took place but here's the thing no one knows how he died yeah we've all read telltale heart we've all read 
um, the Raven. Those are probably the two. I almost saved this for the week we played the Ravens, but the anniversary of his death oh, was a little more, a little more impactful. Uh, but nobody knows how he died. So, so here's the thing. There's a couple of theories. He was found in a gutter okay. in Baltimore. In uh, Baltimore, found in a gutter. Yeah. Do you have a question, Nick? Do I see? No, a hand I'm just, there? I'm just, okay. I'm just making notes here. I'm building my own theory from this. Okay. So found in a gutter, wearing clothes that did not belong to himself. And it was obvious because he was known in the area. So people were like, this is not how Edgar Allan Poe dresses. Brought into a tavern because people were like, well, this is the closest spot around. So let's haul him in here, send a note for doctors. They take him to a sanatorium. He dies roughly four to five days later. Oh, so he was still alive when they found him. He was still alive when they found him. And he was incoherent and mumbling and nobody knew kind of what was going on. And he couldn't talk about it. The most, so here's some popular theories. He was known to be an alcoholic, nice. but he was, but, but in, um, yeah, shout out now. He literally wrote um, like about somebody being buried alive, like not yeah. shocking at all. And Absolute also in a, like be, yeah. yep. And um, the fall of the house of Usher. Yep. Yeah. He was definitely out there in terms of his I've thinking, right? I've listened to right? so much Edgar Allan Poe in speech and debate competitions. Oh my God, kill me. Oh yeah, how many times have you heard the Raven? So, oh my god! Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> so, so that was kind of the predominant theory. He was an alcoholic, but he had been visiting some temperance society meetings where it was like, you know, he's trying to. That was like, you know, don't drink kind of kind of things. Okay. So, so they thought maybe he was trying to to be a little bit better. The alternating theory is he was involved in this scam that's called cooping because this was election day this was election week and so this was a scam that in the 1800s people would take sort of derelicts around the neighborhood dress them in different clothes and send them in to vote multiple oh, times okay so that it was a way to like electioneer small local politics right so got it got it yeah so that's one theory a third theory, and then we'll just kind of move on because I could really talk about this all night, but that's not why listeners are here. Um, rabies. Oh, a potential what? theory that he had suffered from rabies because one of the predominant symptoms of rabies is foaming at the mouth. You know, right? You, yeah. get, you, you see that foaming at the mouth. But the reason for that is the constriction of muscles in your esophagus that don't allow you to swallow your own saliva or any other fluids. Oh, and he... Foam which is why he phoned. So, and he was doing that in the hospital the, the few days that he was there. So people thought maybe, maybe. And then a researcher in the uh, late nineties, early two thousands went back and actually got some of his hair and did some tests and it's pretty inconclusive, but there you go. Fascinating. Huh, so Fascinating. Alcoholism or trying to stuff the ballot box. Trying to stuff or the ballot box. All three or all three but there you go no homework for you because you still have to watch no Pinky brewster and the other I, I gotta so crack this mystery i gotta, gotta drop everything up. i'm doing and just yeah. focus on this mystery no wonder focus. he wrote such twisted like weird yeah, yeah i mean like that dude was up. probably depressed af too yeah. uh yeah yeah he's for sure not uh wasn't there like regular a regular life wasn't there like uh wasn't he alluded to be like a pedophile too oh my god okay so not okay well so here's the thing he, he did marry his first cousin when he was <laughs> 20 when he was 27 and she was <laughs> mm. 
<clears throat> so, How old was she again? Uh, it was a one and a three. Thirteen. Oh my god, thank god. That's <sighs> disgusting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay, yes. In, in modern culture, of course, bad, wrong, never okay. In the 1800s, it was slightly less frowned upon, but still it's bad, still wrong. Gross. It's still bad, wrong, and not okay, because we can't It's bad, wrong. It. Yeah. Bad, yeah. wrong. Bad, wrong, not okay. Speaking of bad, wrong, not okay, Greg Zerline and the Rams, because they oh. can't make a field goal. <laughs> oh. They can't make a field goal at the end of the game. Honestly, shocked. I was stuck yeah. at oh a my softball God. game, and you two came through for me. You were my angels. And when I found out they didn't make the field goal, I literally stood up and ran around screaming. And my work oh was my like, God. oh, my God. That's amazing. Especially the fact that you live in Cardinal territory, and they've not had anything to celebrate for a really long time. So they were like, wait, what is that? Someone happy at the end of a football game? Yeah. Well, most of my, like... Most of my coworkers are transplants, so they're not even Cardinals fans. Oh, so they don't even care, yeah. No, so I'm a gonna... Broncos fan so, on the team, so uh-huh. I just tease them all the time. Uh-huh. 43 to 8. So, <laughs> so just a little little recap of our, of our Hawks and Rams, and we'll each kind of go through some impressions that we had before we kind of move on to, to this coming week in the NFL. Um, if you are a listener – and you don't know that the Hawks won last Thursday, 30 to 29. Um, sorry, spoiler alert, if it's still on your DVR. Um, <sighs> Which, if I, it I, is, I'm not sorry. Do not apologize. That is their own fault. Boo. I mean, we welcome no, all no. listeners. We welcome all listeners. But no, if you if you yeah, still have the Seahawks Rams game on your DVR, <laughs> boo you. <laughs> so I love you, but boo you. Moisturize. You That's right. Scrub your Rams. You better. <laughs> Um, so we each made predictions last week and some of us remember our predictions and some of us are sort of sure. Alex was 31, 17. So not bad for the Hawks. You know, they got 30. The Rams were able to score. I'm going to talk about why the Rams were able to score because, uh, Peter Clay Carroll allowed them too many possessions in the end of the first half. Um, I think I called 34, 30. Hawks mm-hmm. so that was semi-close and Nick was in the we think he was kind of in the low 20s like yeah. 20, 20 to 17 20 to 20, 17 range something like that yeah so we all you know we all had various parts of our predictions that were pretty spot on um, but now we're going to just give little bits of, uh, of recaps and and mine is just really that mismanagement of the clock at the end of the first so half bad. I mean it wasn't bad I I don't I'm not going to be able to pretend to be any sort of analytics uh, guru, but I've read and looked at enough of them to know that there's really, really strong arguments statistically as to why the Hawks should not have tried that field goal at the end of the first half. Fourth and and less than two, fourth and one, you go for it. Because if you don't make it, you turn the ball over right there. If you miss a kick, you gave them eight free yards because they get the ball now at the spot of the missed kick instead of the line of scrimmage. Had a minute and 38 seconds. So if you don't make it, you're giving them eight more yards to go at the same amount of time. If you do make it, which the odds were actually better, their, their odds of conversion were better than the odds of converting the field goal. You make it, so you run a few more plays and kick field goal later with less time left. So that was an easy, easy gift, I think, of of a ten point swing. And I mean, but we always know they're never, they're never gonna do that. No matter if we're, <sighs> I mean, like, 
Yeah. It's so infuriating though, because I really it's feel like so that that New Orleans game where he oh my went God. for it, oh my God. fourth down and didn't convert. I just think that's gonna he's gonna ignore statistics now and just go with his <laughs> Matt, gut. When you bring up that New Orleans yeah. game, the thing yeah. I think about the most is <sighs> at the end of the half, at the I think it was in the first half where they completed that deep bomb to, to DK, DK to DK Metcalf, and then the quote later came out that Pete wasn't expecting there. To yeah. be that type of explosive place, like, are you kidding me? You don't. His management in those types of scenarios is very infuriating. It Other is. Other I mean, parts that's... of his philosophy are, but like those management and like those key conversion crunch time situations are very, yep, infuriating. It is, and it's you know that's that's potentially was ten points missed kick giving away seven, and there you are, Alex. Your your prediction would have just about been there. It would have been thirty to twenty or 19 or whatever you know and you can't it's tough to play that game of chasing points with like the domino effect but it was a bad decision in the moment and it directly led to seven points so i mean that's, honestly that's it just huge. wasn't a, i don't think it was a comfortable win i tweeted out something nope. everybody hated me on it no, and then i got death it. threats over it you assholes don't do that's, that guys don't that's no yeah. can we not no, um so i know i just got a dm asking to be somebody's sugar baby <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's go. I'm sorry. Okay, you I got literally to leave just got a notification and I can't. Let's go. Nick, you have to leave that in. Don't oh, edit that I, out. I don't edit anything. No, this is that's sorry. hilarious. I'm sorry. Side note, don't send me death threats. No. Don't. No, I mean, don't out be of the asshole. But let's, you, you know, in the moment. That's chill. Like, Which one would you rather get, though? The sugar baby <laughs> invite or the The sugar the rage? baby invite. That was, yeah, that okay. was it prime oh, oh my god fair. that that's was fair. such good timing um now i'm checking my okay. mentions why don't i have any <laughs> yeah. let's I but don't back to any. the seahawks <laughs> speaking of sugar babies my seahawks oh my yeah, baby geez. locket that oh was gosh, so good a catch oh but god. he's done this before like we know yeah. this boy knows his limits and knows like i gotta get this in mm -hmm. that was so good but again not a comfortable win y'all can hate on me but it wasn't. We played well. How, how do you but hate that? Honestly, hate I think that? a lot of it was luck. We were lucky that they missed that field goal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We were Absolutely. lucky. Hate me as you as much as you want. We were lucky. Yep. Can I add one thing about the Tyler Lockett catch? Yes. And yes, yes, in, yes. in anybody, any rewatches of that play or whether it was when you were watching it live, did anyone think Luke Wilson might have just gotten in the way there? Because I was like, oh, God, he's so close. Every time I rewatch it, I'm like, what if he had stuck his hands up and thought that ball was for him or he was going to try and catch it? I mean, I really feel like that play was the first half turning point because they were doing nothing until that drive. And that play was so fluky that we're so used to Russ doing that kind of stuff and Lockett doing that kind of stuff that if they'd had to settle for a kick right there, I feel like that could have changed the game. And I was just like, Luke is my boy. No, that, totally, that would have screwed us over. Yeah, I think so. And, All yeah, right, Nick. But... Speaking of screwing us over, Nick. Hey. <laughs> no, that's not. My, so my thoughts. <laughs> my thoughts on the game. Weak transition. Weak transition. I'll work on that for next yeah. time. So okay. just my that's thoughts on the Seahawks game. Just to sort of wrap up this portion. Uh, I thought it was a great game. Russ had a phenomenal game. Just some oh, incredible yeah. passes to Will yep. Diffley. I think he had a good one to Metcalf. Uh, next, that, that one to Lockett. Oh, the touchdown. Phenomenal. The Metcalf I, touchdown. 
that was great. And so I'm so happy with the progression of Metcalf. Like that's it's just my a great, boy. It's a, yeah, it's a great is. year for rookie wide receivers. That's your sugar daddy. <laughs> no, the, he's having a great rookie. Sorry, I mean, Nick. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we just gotta talk about my sugar daddy again. <laughs> sugar daddy DK Metcalf. <laughs> Oh, yeah, if he has to be funny. Okay, I'm not going to say this live on air. Oh, my God. My will kill me. <laughs> I was going to. Yeah, nope. Anyways, yeah. yes, we love DK Metcalf. Yeah, it's anyway. It's a great year <laughs> for rookie wide receivers around the league. It's just something we've never seen before. Statistically speaking, historically speaking, rookie wide receivers struggle. And we're yeah. seeing an explosion all throughout the league. Seahawks and Wilson had an MVP game. I think after after Mahomes' down performance on Planet Football, I mm-hmm. think it's Wilson's in the lead for the MVP conversation. Strong. Yeah, unless you are uh, unless you're a fan of the running backs who people think matter all of a sudden and Christian McCaffrey, which I think I call BS on that. He's you don't doing go, good. He's doing he's great. great. That's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, but fine. he's not MVP. Um, he's not MVP. So no. After seeing the praise of the Seahawks, let's sing. Let's see a little uh, fuck the Rams. Uh, the tiny horn the tiny horn Rams. Bucks. Yep. Yes. Uh, so funny. It, it was. Uh, it was a fascinating game. Jared Goff. He, you know, he had some throws here or there. Todd Gurley. The most he, of them on the ground. Exactly. Todd Gurley is. I. I said it, and I don't feel bad. He's just Trent Richardson without knees. <laughs> yeah. He's. Um, I don't think you know. We talked about this last week. I don't think they're saving him. I think he just doesn't have it. Yeah, I don't know. He had like he had that one touchdown against us, and then I think he had nothing else. For the rest sure. Of well, the he had the touchdown where they had two uncalled penalties back to back, delay oh, of game yeah. and false start. They shouldn't have even remotely been down there, but that's okay. Automate the refs. As I we won. We won. We won. And so I don't want to nitpick too much. We won. Yeah, so the Seahawks won. We did it. Uh, so now, who's yeah. coming into? Who's? No, we're going to. Uh, Going to good old uh, Cleveland, Ohio, Oof. to take Which, on uh, yeah. to take on uh, this uh, uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, oh, his, uh, his his Browns uh, and Freddie Kitchens and just a uh, shellacking. I just don't Monday feel as football. Yeah, I do not feel as bad about this game as I did last week, where I was like, okay, what if the Browns are kind of good? But I don't. I'm more worried about the Niners, frankly. They're they actually look semi decent. Their run game honestly, is very creative. Oh, I think we beat the Browns. Mm. Yeah, we beat the Browns. I, I just cannot imagine. Did I see something today that Kitchens got fired? No, I don't think so. Otherwise, was that fake? Was that fake? I think that was fake. Okay. Right. I think that okay. was fake. Okay. But okay. I fine. think That's, he yeah. is. He might be weirdly. I think he's might be in the hot seat already. I don't know how you're not. I mean, you you can't blame everything on Mayfield. Um, you can blame a lot. He's yeah. he's not. I don't think he's as good as I thought he was last year. Um, I I would say Jared Goff is better than Mayfield. If oh, you want any, oh, if you want any wow. kind of comparison, I mean, that's a there's a take for you. That's a take. I mean, I mean are you gonna say the opposite? Would you really rather go into a game? Right now with Mayfield over Goff? No. Yeah, because Mayfield at least can read a defense by himself. Yeah, and then I throw think, it to I him. Think, I think it's a lot of <laughs> too. I think there's a lot of factors going into I think he's also not doing so well. I think he's feeling a lot of phantom pressures not there before. Yeah. I also think fair. Freddie Kitchens isn't doing him a lot of favors. A lot of the developing play a lot of the plays they call against San Francisco had a long had routes that took a long time to develop that 
you know, given their offensive line, you know, yeah. who do you have coming up the other end? You have uh, DeForest Buckner, you have Eric Armstead, Solomon Thomas, Dee Ford, uh, Magabosa, uh, you know, all, all these. You're welcome for that. I feel like I yeah. coined that last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a, a crazy defense, and you're just, you have only really two good wide receivers in Odo Beckham and Jarvis Landry, so you're going to focus in on those guys. And, yeah. And, you know, None of, Antonio Callaway's not doing so hot this year. Rashard Higgins is out. They lost their good tight end. You know, the other there's the other options aren't really stepping up. And Kitchens yeah. is just calling a really stale offense. Like well, and they don't have an offensive line. I think and that's I think, the biggest thing. So yeah. everybody Sorry. just automatically saw Odell Beckham go and they're like, oh my god, they're gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. come on, people. Like I think they were um, definitely overhyped way too early. Oh, it was the it sure. was the flashy, flashy preseason. Super Bowl pick. contenders, right. and I was like, really? No, no they had some They're decent depth. Really? They, I feel like they were gonna do good. I think they were on a good path, but when they added Odell, it just like, it just grew the hype like to unreachable levels. So like the offense, I'm a little eh, but the defense I think is really good still. Sheldon Richardson, Larry Ogunjobi, Miles Garrett, Olivier mm-hmm. Vernon. Uh, mm-hmm. and hopefully they probably are going to get their they might get their two quarters back Greedy Williams and Denzel yeah. Ward so but you know hopefully the Seahawks and I mean, I'm saying this hopefully they run the ball because it seemed like that was successful <laughs> but they don't if hopefully they don't stick to the run if it's not working you know the key yeah and I just think the the way our run game looks compared to what Shanahan was calling last night is so different our run game is just pretty predictable for the most part it's all about it's the same thing right it's all about making a cut reading a block cutting it back it's the same kind of blocking schemes they have a lot of motion I mean they handed the ball off to their tight end we're not doing that anytime soon and it worked I mean they handed it off a direct handoff to Kittle and he got like eight yards we're not doing anything like that and that's a great play caller it was a great play calling game. And so I think, I mean, I think we win. I think we win against the Browns. I think, I don't think we score in the 30s. I think your, we probably. Give me your score prediction. I'll, I'm, I'm going to note it down. Holding you. All right. Time. Okay. I'm going to go 27 17. Okay. So a Seahawks victory. Alex? I'm going to do 28 10. Seahawks. I, I like it. I like it. I'm What's going to happen? If, bold. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Say twenty to fourteen Seahawks. Mm. So we all got Seahawks. Yep, there it is. Honestly, I'll be really sad <clears throat> if we really get like. Yeah. I don't know. I just, What's gonna I happen? just can't predict like a Seahawks blowout until they show it to me. I just it's been yeah. too long since one happened. They haven't blown anybody out. I mean, even the Cardinals game that looked like one on paper, but it really wasn't. No, no, no. it so. was too close towards that end. Yep. Oh well, speaking of Seahawks, we're going to talk about a previous Seahawks hit on a quarterback right now. Oh. Uh, Mason Rudolph's right. hit. Oh, my God. Saw that. Oh that scared God. the absolute crap out of me. I tweeted about this. I genuinely thought we just saw another Ricardo Lockett situation. It looked like, bad. It looked really I remember bad. watching that Ricardo Lockett situation with Evan, and both of our jaws were just dropped, and, like, what the hell just happened? Mm-hmm. That was- Mason Rudolph. As much as I don't love his personal views, I never wish harm or death on mm-hmm. another person. No, not at all. Or one certain no. person that's in charge of our country. Um, 
Hey, oh. Sorry if you disagree with me. I still love you. That, he was knocked the fuck out. Juju was he crying. Was... Juju almost fainted. Yeah, they were like, tapping his All their team members were crying. Yeah. We thought, I really genuinely bad. thought, like, he might have snapped his neck and died. He was yeah. moving, yeah. but. Yep. It was. I, I've been watching that, like, a few times this week, and I've been like, you know what? Not a dirty, maybe it's not a dirty hit, but as much as I love Earl, it looked kind of dirty. Like, mm -hmm. somebody was already coming towards the back. He went, he went really high. He hit it, like, I don't know, man. That was just yeah. scary. And I, honestly, they needed, this is a bold take. He shouldn't play for the rest of the season. Wow. With that kind of hit, his head is fucked up. Oh, you mean Mason Rudolph? Oh, Mason Rudolph. You Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. No, yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Girl, like whatever. I don't know. Mason no, Rudolph. I, no, I think yeah. you're right. I don't think yeah. you. How do you clear a person from something that that egregious and that yeah. easily? I mean, technically, I, I, after yeah. one concussion, you're supposed to be out for a month. After two, it's mm -hmm. for I think like three like months, six. and then after three, it can be deadly. Right. There are some definite long-term effects of, of repeated concussions and when you get them but too close like, together so he's they got to be careful there's no way he's playing this week and the thing is the nfl just has like the worst it's violent i've talked about sucks. this with people the worst rulings on concussions though like sorry you had a concussion you're gonna play in like two or three games yep when like this severely screws them up it was just genuinely like as much as i, d I disagree with mason rudolph and his political views i I was genuinely terrified for him because that was a yeah, scary a few minutes on the field. Yeah. He's still a human. Like, yeah. that was really I, – I, I was in shock of how bad that was. I think that's one of the worst injuries we've seen other than, like, the leg breaks and Ricardo Lockett. Right. Yeah, like a, like a head injury kind of a hit where you can just – when they're yeah. unconscious before they hit the ground at the speed of mm -hmm. NFL games – that's a bad that's a horribly bad when you see his team when you see other teammates crying something yeah. is up when they do like, that immediate look to the sideline and call for help like oh my god seconds, and everybody's go, taking off their helmets go. and other the other team is looking taking off their helmets talking people are on their knees like on it like i don't know i disagree with how the nfl deals with injuries in general yeah. but this head like head injuries especially like this dude is going to be probably fucked up for a long time. Yeah. yeah. It was, was bad. It's violent. So scary. It was violent. Rough. It was very rough. bad. Um, yeah. I remember when I saw the hit, just like instant, like he was falling and he was already out. Like yep. he just, and the worst part, like he took the initial hit from Earl. Then he was already out cold while he was going down. Then he slammed his head against the end of the turf, into the turf. When that, I don't know how hard that might potentially be. And he's just like motionless. He doesn't know that he's breathing, and his teammates are around him. Yeah. And just even the handling of the NFL, like right then and there, oh, like, hey, the like cart. the cart and picking him up and not like strapping him down for extra security. Like I know he said you're he was not fine, supposed he was to fine. remove anything of off the head. Like don't. Oh man. Don't like don't jostle the neck. You're not supposed to move their head. He no, should not yeah, have no. walked off that field. He should have been put on a gurney. And put yep. on a or put on like a, a stiff board, put on the cart, strap down, taken off. Like that was, jeez, negligence. All precautions. Yeah, all precautions when there's a, a 
you know, a head or neck injury suspected, even you just have to be super careful. Yeah. It's not, it's, Yikes. it's not leg, foot, arm, where you can immobilize that and then take care no. of the rest of them from there. It's not if it's exactly. head or neck, that's everything. Yeah. You got to just, you got to look out for it. Uh, it was yeah. a, it was a rough injury. Hopefully, and we, you know, we here just wish everything for the best for Mason Rudolph. Hopefully it makes a good recovery. Hopefully we give him a sufficient amount of time to, to recover. And, uh, you know, hopefully he's doing better now. And, uh, Another person who had a, a, fun, a fun weekend, uh, Jay Gruden, oh uh, with his, uh, oh my God, on Friday night, Smoking Jay. Smoking Jay. So this Friday, so Jay Gruden has, he's had a, been a, an interesting uh, few weeks, months with the uh, Washington organization, uh, changes the name, uh, kind of started fact for a while. Uh, at some point over the summer, he talked about how this might be his last year. He kind of felt like it was last year. Then the organization drafted Dwayne Haskins, and rumors came out that said that Gruden really didn't want Haskins. Uh, and then he played Haskins, and he kind of threw him into the Wolves. And then it just they were 0-4 going into the Pat the Pats game, the Pants, the Pats game. Uh, and then on Friday, uh, some pictures leaked, a video leaked of Jay Gruden having a having a fun Friday night, smoking, drinking, talking to the ladies. Oof. Uh, yeah, and uh, um, later on, a pro football talk came out and said that those pictures were a few years old. Uh, but oh, no. you know, the internet still got the jokes off, regardless. Yeah, um, and then he ended up getting shellacked by the Pats, and then he was fired uh, this past Monday. Uh, yeah, he was called in at 5 a.m. Could you imagine that just to get canned, like come in as early as possible? That's the ultimate insult. That's absolutely horrible. I, I would never. Uh, Charles McDonald got gone. up for Vert. Yeah, he said he would just would have shown up at whatever time they told him, like whatever yeah. he wanted. Like I know I'm gonna get fired. I'm like I'm yeah, not gonna show up no at way. five a.m. So, yeah, yeah, I'm on so, a beach. Come find me. I'm on a beach. Come uh, come fire me here. Yeah. So Jay Gruden uh, just uh, had a fun time. Uh, any thoughts on his centenary or just the dysfunction that is the Washington organization or just any? You know, just change the name. <sighs> Change, change the name, the name. we all make awful, awful choices name. in this life and some are worse than others <laughs> but <sighs> i'm just I'm very not curious where against this is going. the use of marijuana end of story like i'm not oh, against it i think yeah, it's no. great yeah that's yeah that's not the issue but when you're in the public eye as unfortunate as it is don't be a dumb fuck. Seriously, just like maybe think, maybe like if you're gonna mm -hmm. make poor choices, do it in your private residence and not yeah. like in right. public, just chilling. <laughs> right. And yeah. and I don't uh, know the uh, the laws of the District of Columbia if they're if it's even legalized there or not. I mean, that uh, would totally contribute to that decision. If it's not legalized, you know, go home. If if it is, then even if it he is, didn't deserve uh, the scrutiny. But agreed. But unfortunately, that's but unfortunately, the world we live in. That's right. like, yeah, you're a public figure, man. It's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And who's who was the person that's been tweeting about twelve pounds of weed in their ass or whatever today? Oh. Who was that? Well, no, it's somebody a, on Seahawks Twitter that's been tweeting no, it. It's it. I think they're taking the. Because supposedly the the guy who was the the witness oh, yes. of that police right. shooting oh, down is that in what Dallas, we're yeah, oh, that, I thought he was talking about this, and I was like, that makes from. no sense. No, yeah, uh, yeah. but I was like, okay, I guess we can connect that. 
Uh, no, that, that was something else. Uh, I will talk about it yikes. next week on Take Me to School, but yeah, that's another important Yeah, okay, then I know what we're talking about because I was like, what? I was very right. confused by all the different drug things on my timeline today. <laughs> yeah. Drug no, things, Richard Sherman yeah. takes. I oh, was like, Richard all right, Sherman. people, I can't Let's handle get this. to that. Richard Sherman. Well, that's a good lead to the games we're going to watch for next week, yeah, right? Yeah, and my confusion with drugs. Welcome, everybody. Right, there you go. <laughs> Richie Sherman coming up with a fake scandal that Baker Mayfield didn't shake his hand. He wanted a hug. I get it. You know what? I, I get it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, I don't like to be touched or hugged all, most of the time. But, you know, sometimes you have a bad day, and I think right. he was just having a sad day, and he needed a hug. Yeah, I, I think it's all deflection. I, I think it's all deflection. He's, he was very yeah. sad. He just he's he's good at riling he up is. things that don't oh, exist yeah. and oh, aren't yeah. an issue. That's and honestly, good at that. All you Seahawk bitches that were saying, "Oh, well, he's so obnoxious," y'all loved it when he was on this team. So yep. don't even. I mean, I, didn't we know that when even. he? When he was on our team, didn't we know that he was the kind of guy that you were going to hate as soon as he was on the other team? Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I love the personality. He's super annoying with the, the little things that he's just good at the mental part of, of the game in addition to being all world Agree. and physical And that is part. why he will always be one of my favorite players. Yeah, it's just you have to respect it. It's I don't, don't have at that me. game. Yep, I don't have no. that game of yeah, that even, mental... Um, Mike at Seahawk Scout was tweeting about it. Like, all you people tweeting about this. Yes, it's funny to get your jokes in, but at the end of the day, he's a great player, and y'all knew yep. this was gonna happen. Like, oh yeah, yep. Of course, don't be yep. stupid. No, yeah, I, I got my, I got him. my jokes in, and yep. that was it. But once it got to this idea of like Sherman, he's disrespecting the game and he's making a big, <sighs> yeah, like shut up. Like that's it's not no. that big of a deal. It's just. Just, but that is the what? game. That's that's the game I want to watch this week. Other than oh, the Hawks yeah. is Rams Niners. I I don't know oh, who God. I want to win because I don't like either of them. Obviously, but it would probably be better for the Niners to start stacking losses since we have a win in hand against the Rams. So yeah, yeah. But I hate the Rams. Like, can they? I think I'd be more. I'd be more comfortable with a Niner. I'd be a more. <laughs> I'd be more comfortable with a Rams win. Yeah. And a Niners yeah. loss. I really yeah, would. No, I think, like I think in the long term that makes sense. Yeah, because we already have the one up on the Rams. We, right. The Niners. We need Yeah. Yeah. And think, the Rams can take advantage of the Niners missing their best player, their fullback that got hurt. Kyle Juice. I don't know how to say his name. I it's got way it. too it's got too many consonants for Wait, me to you, pronounce can you try accurately. And say it, please? Can you try and say it, I think please? it's like Jushik or something like juice, that? Juice, juice, check. juice check? I don't know. <laughs> juice check? There's a lot of J's and Z's and C's, and I, I'm not at all, for for the Kyle J family that's probably listening, I apologize that I can't say your last name. But I have listeners, the juice checks. See, there you go, right there. Juice, juice check. so bad. Juice Y'all just need to stop. You guys just need to stop now. Okay. Just all right. Just, okay. oh okay, my gosh, done. that was like the best. Wow, I feel so powerful. I'm not yeah. going to lie, like hearing, okay, okay, yes. Sorry. And um, wow. Yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> and thank so you for listening to Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Niners, Rams, any other games that we're paying attention to before we sign off for? for uh, I just want to mention that the, the Falcons are trash. 
<laughs> they are bad. And I, and I feel bad, bad for Dan Quinn a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. I think he's gone after this year. Yeah, but on the other hand, that makes the game that we go to Atlanta way less scary. Unless we pull and, a Seahawks. You know. Unless we'll oh, make Jesus. it scary. Right. Yeah. What's the brand? That's the Seahawk brand. That's, that's yeah, but brand. I don't like that brand. I need that brand to change. We need a new Agreed. brand rep. I agree. I, I, I agree. Yeah. And I so let's go change it this, this Sunday play. morning in Cleveland and oh, get a God. dominating win. Genuinely, get out of if there. we don't win... Uh, We'll be here again next week talking about it. Talking about how we all. Uh, no, I just cried the whole time because je- I just okay. why. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to. Lose. That's like the perfect sound effect to end the episode on. Just the drag, dragging out of us. I'm gonna have of- to like watch on my phone because we are not gonna be in town. So. All right. I'm gonna have all to pull right. a mat right. and be like driving and listening. All right. Yeah. There well, you go. it works. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We had our fun. Editor Alan Poe, cancel culture, uh, self care, moisturize, skin care, skin care, skin care. Not Please wash your faces. <laughs> Please wash your hair. Please moisturize. No, scrub your calves. Scrub your calves. I yeah. I know, <laughs> I know. I know one of you out there. I'm not gonna call him out, but I will. Ben, scrub your calves. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. And thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening. Uh, one little housekeeping chart. update Shit. before we go. Sorry. My apologies for mention this. We will hopefully be on iTunes and Spotify in the upcoming weeks. That is our, our goal to start on that. Uh, so hopefully, you're, thank you so much for listening to us on SoundCloud. Thank you all so much for the immense support for episode one. It was very, very nice to read all the lovely comments and the support and the excitement for this podcast. You guys Thank are you. the best. The and, absolute um, best. I'm also an emotional human and definitely cried at some of the nice comments. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Guys. Thanks, Aww, everybody. It's so heartwarming. Aww. All right, guys. Well, we will be back <laughs> next week, as always. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Generational Talents. Bye. Bye. Good night.